Now, uh, we were talking yesterday and all this week, and lots of you have been getting in touch with us in relation to the number of wildfires, the number of gorse fires that are doing extensive ecological damage across the county. Uh, the National Parks and Wildlife Service, we put a number of questions into them, and this is what they said um, yesterday. Uh, or last evening I should say to us in their response in a statement over 300 fires observed yesterday 200 of which can be classified as large fires. The National Parks and Wildlife Service had helicopters out there doing surveillance on these fires across a large number of locations we'll be, we will be again today and will be undertaking regular surveillance thereafter National Parks and Wildlife Service are working closely with the local authorities, the Department of Agriculture and the Fire Service and other bodies on this matter. We asked how many um, acres were damaged or hectares were damaged. The extent of damage is still being assessed and it must be noted emergency crews are still tackling fires. Uh, we're asked, we asked them when, to their knowledge, were the blazes started. Assessments are still taking place. Kerry County Council and the Fire Services would be best placed to answer, but fires have been burning for almost three weeks across the county. Uh, the um, uh, stakeholder meetings are ongoing and others are planned with the Department of Agriculture, the Minister for Agriculture, Kerry County Council, Gardaí and other groups. The National Parks and Wildlife Service are saying it must be noted uh, the National Parks and Wildlife Service is working to review, consolidate and modernise the Wildlife Act and Birds and Habitats Regulation. These are a multi-year projects which will include public consultation and both are at planning phase. The updates will be wide-ranging but with a particular focus on deterrence and improving the enforceability of wildlife laws. Um, uh, National Parks and Wildlife Service is better resourced and now has more rangers than ever. It's never been more focused or more effective on combating wildlife crime. National Parks and Wildlife staff all around the country successfully closed 32 wildlife crime prosecutions in 2022. For 2023, there have been two cases closed and in 2023 to date, we have currently 60 cases on hand. Furthermore, they say illegal wildfires in recent years have significantly damaged protected habitats and species, put communities and public and private properties at risk and placed an unnecessary burden on the emergency services. We are, of co we are on course to be increasingly vigilant in aerial surveillance across all of our national parks and nature reserves, designated sites and wider countryside this year. We're monitoring fires along the west coast and spreading south to Cork and Kerry with close surveillance on Killarney National Park. Our National Parks and Wildlife Service staff will remain vigilant, working closely with the Gardaí and the Fire Service and will continue to run aerial surveillance with increasing regularity over the coming months. And indeed, Malcolm Noonan, Minister of Responsibility in this area, was posting video of helicopters looking at the damage done in Dunqueen yesterday. And I know Sean McTeague had a report on RT News which showed the ecological damage showed birds' nests that were destroyed and burned out by the fire in Dunqueen as well to underline the situation. And the National Parks and Wildlife Service are, are seeking the assistance of the public to bring to attention any alleged unlawful cutting, grubbing, burning or destruction by reporting details in confidence to the Gardaí or to the local conservation rangers of the National Parks and Wildlife Service. So there you go, that's what the National Parks and Wildlife Service are saying this week in the aftermath of all of those fires in Kerry, promising to get tough, to get very tough, I would say, whether that happens or not, we'll wait and see. If you have a view on what they're saying in relation to it, do get in touch with us on the programme on 0667123666. You can text and WhatsApp us on 083300300. We want to hear from you on the programme in relation to that. Now, yesterday evening, around about four o'clock, an emergency uh, erupted at Wexford Hospital. Uh, a 
a blaze, a fire in the hospital. Uh, a decision was made in the aftermath of that fire or while that fire was still being dealt with by the fire services that over 200 patients, all patients indeed, would be evacuated from Wexford Hospital. With me on the line to talk with this is Councillor Pat Barden, who's a councillor in Wexford County Council, a member of the Regional Health Forum, uh, Regional Forum South, which Kerry is part of. Pat, good morning to you and thanks for joining us. Kerry, how are you? Not too bad. What can you tell us about what's happening there this morning? A, a serious emergency and a decision made to evacuate everybody. So a huge effort required to try and get patients, I suppose, away to safety. Yeah, absolutely. A huge logistics effort yeah, required. And, uh, you know, all the other hospitals in the southeast are tying in with Wexford General. Uh, ambulance services, fire services, everything yesterday need to be complemented. It's a huge operation. Uh, I think some of the patients are actually going as far as loud. Um, the, the, the fire seems to have broken out in a plant room on, on the, I'm not sure what floor it's on, but most of the damage was done to the fourth floor. Um, Minister Simon Harris is down there at the moment. He's meeting hospital management and uh, they're going to see the best course of action to take from here. I think there, obviously there'll be an investigation into it there as to what, what, how much damage is done, whether there's structural damage done, uh, obviously a lot of smoke damage. Um, you know, they'll have to investigate that first. We see if it's safe to open the rest of the floors and uh, I see our um, accident and emergency. Um, obviously they can't open accident and emergency if they haven't got the theatres and everything working. So Simon Harris, as I say, is down there at the moment and he's he's working on that. Uh, you know, the main thing, I suppose, is the restoration services in in Wexford. Uh, you know, that's absolutely crucial. So, whatever it takes to get those services up and running again, I'm sure he's going to he's going to be making plans for that. That that is the question. Have you been talking to people and families affected by this with their loved ones in the hospital? No, I haven't been talking to any families actually. No major panic. I think everybody is fairly safe. There is a helpline. There is a helpline for for anybody that's affected. Um, there hasn't been any major calls coming to me, and um, but obviously there has been down to the hospital. I was speaking to Deputy Verona Murphy this morning, and uh, you know she says that it, everybody is safe. That's the most important thing, Jerry. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and that's what's needed. That it is, and and do is there an understanding there? Do you think that this is just something that happened and it's been dealt with pretty well so far? Ah, uh, yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, the, the emergency service has to be complemented without doubt. I think they've dealt with it fairly well. Uh, you know, capacity, Jerry. Everybody knows in every hospital in Ireland, nearly is a problem now. Uh, capacity is going to have to be dealt with. There are plans afoot to get a 96 bedroom extension done on, on Wexford Hospital. Hopefully that'll be fast-tracked within the wake of what's after happening down there now. You know, with COVID and, 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 and everything else that's after happening, uh, it's a big, big problem and there's going to have to be money investigating or invested in the health system to, to, to sort this out. Yeah, even in the, in the interim, though, that there's going to be disruptive, I suppose, for staff, for, for patients as, and put pressure on the other regional hospitals in your area, Pat? Yeah, there's going to be there's going to be pressure on the, but I mean, everybody's hands to the pump now, that's the way it is and everybody is doing their level best to, to ease the pressure of this and make sure everybody is safe to read it, you know. Uh, Stephen Donnelly, I suppose, he is down there this morning, he, he's doing as much as he possibly can, but uh, it's important that 
everybody is safe that's number one yeah, yeah, and that is the main thing. That is the important thing indeed. And that, that's, that's been largely secured. Any idea, Pat? I know it's early days. We're hearing from the fire service in the last short while that, look, this fire was, was a medium to small fire. And, and the hope is now that the hospital will resume operations in a matter of days. Well, I don't know. There won't be any resumption of, of, of anything until there's a full investigation into it. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not quite sure how it started. There was talks about it that it started in in the plant room. Uh, I don't know. In a matter of days, well, I don't think that's a runner. To be honest, the smoke damage and everything sure to be huge. It'll take time. I don't know how long it's going to take, but it's not going to be open in a matter of days. I'd be very very sure of that. You don't think that's going you to know? be possible given the amount of disruption that there has been here? No, I don't think so. I don't think so, Jerry. It's it's going to take a while. Um, Obviously, there'll be an emergency plan put in place to try and get the, the services back up and running, but in a matter of days, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Pat, you remember the Regional Health Forum South, which Kerry County Councillors are part of. Is there anything Kerry representatives can do to assist Wexford during this emergency? Um, I, I don't actually know, Jerry, to be honest with you. I don't think there is. Um, not at the moment on any on uh, I suppose best supply as much support as they possibly can yeah um, you know you're, I suppose geographically you're a good piece away so it would be very difficult for anybody in Kerry to help us to help us at this stage unless there are special cases that, that you know that can be um, that can be helped out in Kerry but I don't think so Jerry. yeah yeah that is the situation uh, Pat look uh, finally on it the wider sense of this does this bring into focus I suppose what you need in Wexford in terms of capacity and I know a lot of promises made this morning and I, I know there is there is infrastructure work or capital development work a 96 block bed block is being put in there as well so yeah. would you like to see more what's the hospital going to look like hopefully in two or three years time well, hopefully we'll, we'll have a situation where if there is a bit of an emergency, if there is a flu, if there is a, a God forbid, a, another COVID or some something like it, you know, we need to have capacity so we're not actually struggling and struggling the whole time. We have to have capacity to cater for the people. And that, that's the bottom line, Jerry. That's what you're hoping to achieve. Okay, Pat, listen, we'll leave it there. Thanks very much for talking to us about that this morning. That's Pat Barden, there, councillor of Wexford County Council.